I really enjoy continuing to support deals and getting those uh, done, you know, winning some of the big logos, winning some of, you know, the commercial space or whatever. But what you have to do is you have to let go uh, of a lot of components that you had when you're an individual contributor. Uh, and you also have to get up to speed both technically and from the business requirements, business justification. And so you have to really figure out that balance. And it's one of the biggest challenges transitioning from an individual to an SE manager from my perspective. And, and then seeing the, the growth of the two managers reporting to me now, that was one thing that they really had to focus on in the beginning. Um, because you want to put trust in your team. You want to let them run deals. You don't want to jump in in a demo and you look back and you just spent 40 minutes talking. Hey everyone, George Soto here and you're watching Demo Diaries. Today I'm joined by Brian Cody, who's Director of Sales Engineering at Clary, who by the way, just raised their Series E, which is absolutely insane just because your founder has been going at it for such a long time, Andy, and has really been able to find this opportunity now being the, the tool for revenue operations, right? Uh, yeah. Why don't you take a quick second to introduce yourself and, you know, tell us how, uh, how you got into sales engineering. Yeah. First, first off, George, thanks for having me. Uh, great boy, get to be a part of this. So uh, as you mentioned, Brian Cody, we global sales engineering here at Clary. Uh, very exciting times, as you mentioned, for us and revenue operations and the growth of, of that market. Uh, if I think back to how I got into sales engineering, I started my career at Salesforce uh, as a sales development rep working on inbound leads. And one of the things that we had the privilege of doing is working small deals on our own. And one of the things I found is really helpful in the selling cycle is being able to do demos on myself and becoming a bigger and bigger product expert to help me become more confident in how we drive value for some of these small deals that we got to work. So as I explored Salesforce platform more and more, I was like, I love the technical side. I love the selling side. That's when I learned about sales engineering and, you know, really went from there. Um, and it, I haven't looked back. It's been an incredible uh, career, both at, at Salesforce and now leading the team uh, at Clary. Awesome. Well, what advice would you give aspiring or existing sales engineers, um, and, and particularly their, their manager, if you're at a manager level, around you know, optimizing your, your process, how you manage others, and maybe some advice that perhaps you wish you would have had going in. Yeah. Um, so one on the, on the people management and the leadership side, uh, you know, my, my direct, my CRO and our VP of go to market really pressed me to, to uplevel myself there. Uh, whether it's reading books like radical candor, um, and just becoming a stronger people manager as I, as I learned to manage a team, uh, and also having strong mentors, um, Kevin Fisher, who's uh, now our uh, head of uh, strategy and operations for the company, was math. It was a big part of that, and so having somebody who could help coach me on how to coach others was was vital to that. And that's kind of solved the people management side of it. Specifically, as an SE leader, I think one of the challenging things that you'll find is, you know, we really are experts when we're when we're running individual deal cycles. But as a leader, you have to really figure out 
how do you insert yourself into deal cycles still? Um, we take a very hands-on approach here uh, at Clary, and I really enjoy continuing to support deals and getting those uh, done, you know, winning some of the big logos, winning some of, you know, the commercial space or whatever. But what you have to do is you have to let go uh, of a lot of components that you had when you're an individual contributor. Uh, and you also have to get up to speed both technically and from the business requirements, business justification. And so you have to really figure out that balance. And it's one of the biggest challenges transitioning from an individual to an SE manager from my perspective. And, and then seeing the, the growth of the two managers reporting to me now, that was one thing that they really had to focus on in the beginning. Um, because you want to put trust in your team. You want to let them run deals. You don't want to jump in in a demo and you look back and you just spent 40 minutes talking. So there's no perfect, you know, answer to how you get that done. But for us at Clary, what we did is we implemented a more rigorous, what we call solution fit. And so that's a way for us to track, you know, what are the strategic growth initiatives for this company? Why are they buying Clary now? What's their go-to-market structure and who's involved in this project? And then what are the technical details that we need to know in order to make sure that Clary maximizes the value for this organization? So we have this nice little packet that now I can read coming into a deal and go, all right, I have the context that I need to be more effective. Now, how do I best support this deal moving forward? Do you need me to, to cover something on the technical side, the business side? What is it? And it allows you to insert yourself a little bit easily or more easily into uh, the process. When do you generally step in as an SE? Are you on like second calls? Are you sometimes on first calls if they're like large enterprise tier ones or target accounts? Are you talking about as a leader or as an individual? Uh, as a as a, an individual. And then let's talk about like as a leader, do you actually ever jump in? So as an individual, um, I wouldn't say we're too different from what I've spoken with other SE leaders about, you know, after the deal is qualified, they start to bring in uh, my team to help with the, the demonstrations to start to make sure that we've done the right discovery, um, really fill out, you know, that solution fit um, framework that we have in place today. So that's how we insert ourselves into the process. And then obviously take that until we get vendor of choice and then we pass it off back to them for, for paperwork. Uh, as a leader, I'm a little bit more reactive. Um, mm. You know, at the end of the day, I think one of the things that I have found here at Clary that's important to to myself, not just um, for career growth, but for organizational effectiveness, is becoming a strategic advisor to our CRO and having my managers become strategic advisors to the leaders that they're supporting. Because what what we do well here and what our leaders, the sales leaders expect of us is help us understand why deals aren't going to come in on time or why deals are being over forecasted or even under forecasted. And so that has helped build our trust within the organization and is helping our leaders, you know, do what we do in the market, which is forecast more accurately and provide the right, you know, guidance to the business to help them make the right investment decisions whether it's for hiring or R&D or extra spend here or there to maybe even pull back um, if things are looking a little tighter for a particular quarter. So um, at the end of the day, kind of going back to like, how do we insert ourselves as leaders? You know, I'm more reactive on an individual deal, but 
one of the things I need to do on a day-by-day basis, understand what's happening across the board so that when we jump into any of these pipeline review or, you know, forecasting calls, I can let our CRO and our sales leaders know when the SE team disagrees and they appreciate that because it really helps us get a better handle on the business. Got it. Now, if you think about compensation and tracking effectiveness as an organization, you know, it's interesting because SEs are inserted while the sales cycle is going and it's, it's sort of, uh, we're, we're generally tracking sales velocity and a lot of these things that are, you know, essentially driven by the AE once it's qualified. So how do you start to understand, like, are the demos that my SEs are doing effective and how do I know when they're not effective and how can you actually be able to split it out so you know it's it's actually the SE and it's not the AE or maybe it's the AE and the SE is doing a great job. Yeah. So that's an area we're definitely growing in. We're becoming more data driven. Um, so we're looking at things like revenue performance, revenue performance across different revenue bands, um, win rates, win rates by POC types because we run a few different types here at Clary. Um, and actually just general win rates by SE, right? Because we know they get involved from our stage one. So that's effectively when we've sales qualified a deal up until you know we've won vendor of choice. So looking at it from a few different elements helps me understand how different areas of the business are working and even how to coach individuals a little bit more effectively. I'll give you one example. There's one SE on our team who's just crushed it from a revenue perspective. And as we look at like POC win rates, kind of like middle of the pack. And so that's a question for us as leaders to go back and go, is this bandwidth? Um, Do we need to um, help him focus? Do we need to run less POCs on these deals? And then we start to look at like revenue bands and go, okay, if we're trying to win more up market, then let's think about how we distribute opportunities maybe in a different way so that we maybe have more high volume, you know, smaller deals, we're running POCs, and then we have people focused on, on larger ones. So it really leads to more questions on, on our side. Um, and the SE, the nice thing is the SEs generally have all the answers because they're so knowledgeable. So um, we're becoming more data-driven in that way. And then the other thing I'd say on that is, and this is why it's critical to have really strong relationships with your sales leaders and as individual SEs with your AEs, you know, the feedback at the end of the day matters more than anything in my perspective. If, you know, one of the best problems I have right now is leaders going, I want more of an individual SE. I want this SE to support every team in the business. It's like, that's great. You know, I know that person is just crushing on demo. So um, both the qualitative and the quantitative are both important, um, but the qualitative from the, from the reps, from the managers, from our CRO, seeing how the SEs perform on demos is is really important. And got to give a you know shout out to uh, some of our partners in the conversational intelligence space. But being able to like now track and go look back at a particular mm-hmm. demo helps us go maybe invalidate negative feedback and be like, mm-hmm. is this a preparation issue or why didn't you know sales jump in and support in in a different way? So. Um, Technology is really helping, but at the end of the day, you know, the feedback and the relationships that you have with sales is going to be most important. Awesome. 
Brian, we could like talk forever. I can just uh, sense all the, the your your wealth of knowledge. Uh, but uh, I know you're a busy person, especially right now, uh, right after a, a Series E announcement. And congratulations again, becoming a, a unicorn. I got to send Andy a, a message. We sort of were connected on LinkedIn, and I think we've met each other throughout the years uh, through the ecosystem. So I definitely... Uh, uh, you know, got to send that message, but thank you so much. If, if folks want to like, uh, you know, maybe reach out to you, uh, get some advice or follow you on social media to learn more, uh, um, yeah. you know, about this role and uh, being the best SE and SE leader out there, uh, what are some good channels to reach you? Uh, so my social is, is, is still improving. So reach out to me over LinkedIn. Happy to talk to anybody. Um, you can even email me, bcody at clary.com. Pretty easy to remember. Um, probably faster to reach that way, but, uh, or actually shout out to the pre-sales collective. You joined the pre-sales collective Slack group. I'd say that's the best way to get connected to other SCs, individuals or SC leaders or anything like that. That's actually, I'm changing management. That's my number one. Go join the pre-sales collective. Uh, reach out to me that way. Um, we'll find time to, to connect and I'm happy to share any advice that I may have. Awesome. Uh, yeah, I was going to say uh, the James and Yuji over there at the Pre-Sales Collective do an awesome job. We're, we're partners of them. And so I know they're just going to continue to to kick ass. They're doing a conference. Uh, God, I'm, I'm blanking out on it, but I'll put it in the post here. Yeah. And, and they have a conference all around, you know, pre-sales, of course, of course, and uh, coming up here in the next couple months. So uh, they're rocking and rolling. Brian, thank you so much, and uh, we'll talk soon. George, my pleasure. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Have a great day. Thank you.